You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey everyone, welcome to session 12. Thank you so much for being here. I am really excited for y'all to listen to this session, but I want to give you a little frame to listen with. So Michelle and I talk a lot about her maternity leave plan which is awesome. And you know, for some of you that may be very applicable and for some of you, it might not be, but what is so applicable here is really realizing that you can truly take time off in your business. It does just require some forethought and some planning. So whether you're wanting maternity leave or you just want a great vacation in your business, this is going to be so valuable. And also I think the trap that we can get stuck in is thinking that unless it's something like maternity leave, where we kind of like have to take off in some ways that it's too much work to do for vacation or that we simply can't take a vacation. And what I want you to see in this plan and in our discussion is that it really is just about getting those small things in place and doing that forward planning. And you truly can take time off whenever you need to. It's also about having those things in place so that if life happens, you can adjust to that as well. So it's not just about, you know, the the maternity leave or the vacation, but also feeling like if you, you know, need a week to catch up and not write content or create or whatever, that you have a system in place that supports that. So really listen with that frame in mind and take what you need from it, depending on what you're craving most, whether that is a vacation or you are planning for maternity leave, or you just want to feel better set up so that if things come up, you know, the business can adjust with you. So I think it will be very helpful no matter which of those you are at. And I think it will really remind you that this is totally possible in business and does not have to be that complicated. Here we go. We did it. We did it. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I can't believe this is what session 12. Well, I guess like 11 with the like um, intro call or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, oh my gosh, it's going so fast. I'm having one of those. I was having one of those days today where I was like, nostalgia morning. It's what? It's been almost it's three and a half months, right? Mm. Gosh, has it already been that long? <laughs> three months? Maybe? That's crazy. Mm. It'll be really weird to not have to set up a microphone before. <laughs> kind of really nice, right? Mm. I mean, like, it's, it's been a, like, nice perk. It makes me feel so fancy. And I started recording my love notes with it. So they get, like, all the scale of my voice now, including this, like, nasally goodness. So we'll make sure they can know. hear all your nasal. <laughs> like, you must know I'm congested. We've been talking about my sinus infection for, like, a week over it. <laughs> almost there home home stretch it's got to be over right sorry y'all sorry um but yeah I'm doing well I made some hot chocolate to try to clear up my sinuses I don't actually know if I want this but it's here you can have it for me (laughs) have it on my I'll have it I'll have it for you (laughs) chocolate hot chocolate is very good to me (laughs) sorry I'm just gonna like go like this Perfect. <laughs> you can't see. Yeah, no, I, I'm happy to see it. Like, enjoy. Right, cheers, mm. cheers, Lacey. Cheers. 
uh, we were also just laughing about how I have to watch how much sugar I'm eating. So that's why, <laughs> why we're talking about that. Um, okay. So you made like a whole big plan. I made a whole plan. It just like came out of me. And now my goal is to like simplify it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. how can we make this as easy as possible so that it does not feel overwhelming? Like, I know I still have, God, it's only like, I'm like, it's like four and a half, five months, but like, it's still only four and a half, five months, which totally. like feels so soon. Um, so that's fun. Um, so yeah, I want to like figure out all this stuff before, um, so I can start working on it basically. I mean, I think like first thing, do you just feel really proud of yourself for putting all that together though? Because I know that like, we've always kind of joked about how your brain has a tantrum first. And then it feels easy and you like did such a good job. You like didn't even really have a tantrum and you made like a freaking like three page document. No, my brain has selective tantrums. And I think this time we didn't because my brain was like, I really want this plan. And also I like hadn't really been allowed to like fully do work for like two weeks because of quarantine and (laughs) all the things. So my brain was like, do a project for us. So yes, I was actually very excited to sit down and do it. The thing that I'm most proud of myself for here is that like, I wanted to do it like immediately after our call to just like get it done with because my brain was like, we must have this now. Yeah, like, and I was like, now. this can wait until tomorrow when I have time set aside. So that's the real win here. That's such uh, a win. Yeah. Um, like and then when I, that you like urgently felt excited about it, but not that you urgently needed to do it. Right. Yes. And it was a combo of like, if it was just excitement, then I might've done it, but it was like, I need this or else like my life is going to fall apart. And I was like, no, this is fake. <laughs> this, this is, is fake. fake. Yes. So oh we're God, just so going to put some time on the calendar and do it that way. So yeah. I also wow. had like two more calls after our call last week and I was exhausted. That's when I messaged you at base camp and I was like three calls in a row and you have a sinus infection is a no go. <laughs> yeah. I like couldn't talk by the end of it. But it's also really good because it's like that. I feel like that's so much of what we've been um, I recorded a couple uh, solo episodes uh, oh, last, I can't. late last week. And I feel like, you know, just in reflecting back and going through this, that so much of what we've been focused on is this idea mm. of like life can happen and the business can move forward. And those don't yeah. have to be like self-sacrificial either way. And that what you just gave is the perfect example of like, I had three calls. I have a sinus infection. I was done and this didn't urgently need to get done. And I already had time set aside for it. Like that's them integrating and living together, right? So really, really cool how Michelle was able to have that win of not urgently needing to create the plan, but really waiting until the next day when she had time blocked for that. And I think that is such a struggle so many entrepreneurs deal with is that when something like that comes up, It just feels so urgent in our brains that we want to get to it as quickly as possible. But usually that doesn't actually feel good, right? For Michelle, it didn't feel good because she wasn't feeling well that day and had other things on her plate. But for a lot of us, it doesn't feel good because we're really coming from that reactive, everything is an emergency kind of place. And the beautiful thing about what we're trying to create with this plan is for nothing to feel like an emergency. Um, If you know me, you know that that is one of the core um, 
you know, things that we operate under at A Lit Up Life is that nothing is an emergency. And so that means we cannot treat everything as an emergency if we want nothing to be an emergency, right? And so such a win for Michelle in not feeling like she had to treat the plan as an emergency because the whole point of the plan is for this to feel like she can easily take off and it's not an emergency. Does that make sense? So we have to make sure we're acting in alignment with what we really want and with the purpose of why we're doing things. And so really helpful to look at that in your own business. Like, are you maybe wanting to feel more planful and not have emergencies, but then you're even treating the plan as an emergency? Well, that's why it's not playing out how you want it to. And so that one small shift of like waiting until the next day or waiting until that space that you have cleared for it can be the first shift in really changing that in all areas of your business. Yeah, so true. Oh, I'm excited to listen. I might be the only weirdo who like goes back and actually listens to her podcast episodes. I think it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like a perk in a way because it's like you get like to like relive that learning in some sense, you know? Yeah. And I feel like at this point, at least like these early episodes, I'm going to be so removed from them in some regard that it's like, I get to almost listen to them like a third party human, except that I get to be like, go wait, but that's me. (laughs) So, so me. (laughs) Oh, wait, that's me. That's cute. (laughs) But I think it's also really good to see that because it just builds evidence for like growth. Sometimes we forget how far we've come, you know? And so even being able to see that or like, you know, I think the fact that like even getting to like listen to pieces of like, um, you know, your pregnancy journey unfolding is going to be really Mm. cool too. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And if nothing else, it will just spark content ideas for me. 100%. Totally. (laughs) I'm like, great. This is just like built in there. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think too, at the end of the day, like the lessons that we learn her in theory, like the same lessons over and over again, they just like manifest in different ways. And so the more aware we are of like, these are the, these are the things that come up for me in like times of stress, then it's just like easier to move through it. Cause you're like, Oh, we're here again. Cool. Um, and you can just like honor that as a, as a thing. So I think it's so true what Michelle said about us learning the same lessons again and again. And I just wanted to speak to that for a moment because the more I do this work, the more I know that to be true, right? And I think, you know, it's really frustrating to hear that sometimes to feel like we're going to come up against the same stuff again and again. But it's also really beautiful to remember that because what it means is that we can get better and better at it. So yes, it's true that we'll often learn the same lessons again and again, but if we're doing our own work and really paying attention, we should be getting better and better at bouncing back from them and solving them. And so that's just a little reminder I wanted to give you today. I think sometimes when the same lesson comes up for ourselves, we're so quick to kind of be like, why is this here again? And and get so frustrated on that that we really never get to the point of making it better each time. But if when it comes up again, you can go, well, of course this is here because like, this is my life's lesson. What did I learn last time and how can I get quicker, better, faster at handling it? That's when it gets really empowering. So I think it's very true that we will learn the same things again and again, but I think what is also true is that we are empowered in how we handle that and how much faster our ability is to manage those things. So 
As much as that can be bad news, it's actually great news. When you can use it to your advantage like that, that's how you grow exponentially faster and make those quantum leaps. So yeah. So good. Well, anyway, massive credit for already coming so far in the integration and like making that such an easy thing and like not forcing yourself to get it done with like all the intensity and whatever, but being like, oh, like I would like to rest now. This has space tomorrow. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And doing that gets to, I don't know. It just feels good to like be like, I'm going to listen to my body. It needs rest right now. Just can wait. Amen. Mm -hmm. All right. So you want to walk me through this or what feels? Yeah. Uh, I have it up in front of of me too. I guess let's just like talk through it. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't just read it like detail for detail, but like Mm -hmm. just, just if you see anything that's like, oh, like, can we simplify this here? But basically like we had talked about in February and March doing Joyful Journey, which is my three-month yep. program. Mm-hmm. And then April and the first half of May, I'll sell my one-month yep. spark of joy. Um, and then really in that second half of May, start focusing on my free from infertility course with like the limited Voxer upsell. And I'll basically have Voxer-only clients in September and part of October. And then by mid-October, I'll go back to having three-month clients. So there's like the piece of getting the Voxer only clients. Ideally, I would have, you know, at least one or two folks sort of like set up for September. And then like, I would take my leave and then I would start with those. And then one or two more or whatever could join depending on like felt doable mm-hmm. there. Um, and then like, ideally I'd love to have, I, like, I don't know how to kind of set up the pipeline so that I would have like folks ready to work together in October as well. I do want to start stop the spiral calls again in September as well. Like if (laughs) that'll be dependent on like what's happening with nap schedules, like how I'm feeling as a human. Like if I'm actually, if I'm not getting sleep, but like no one's getting served, (laughs) I'm just going to be like a zombie. Um, But I was thinking of restarting the stop the spiral calls to try to help with that kind of like pipeline of like warm folks that would be like, yeah, I want to work together um, starting in mid-October. So that's kind of like the general flow. And then I'd be totally off in July and August from clients, um, which would give me like a couple weeks to like prepare for baby. And then, well, you never know. <laughs> you never know. This kid could show up in June. Like, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, if we're getting into August, we have a problem. <laughs> I don't think my doctor would let me go that long. But anyway, yeah. Um, so that's kind of the general game plan. Is there anything else from that that like stands out to you as significant or that you have like questions about? One small thing that came up for me in terms of like wanting to book people for October is just remember that in um, May, yeah, yeah, in mm-hmm. May when we start going into like box or whatever, there's nothing that would stop you from letting someone put down a deposit for them anyway. Right. Yeah like in May, June, you know? So that's also mm-hmm. something to remember is like someone might know that they have something coming up for them that they would yeah. want support around. So that's just a piece that I would just kind of keep in your back pocket is that taking deposits for a later time is always an mm-hmm. opportunity there too, instead of feeling like, yes, you need to come back and like re-engage the momentum for sure. But also knowing that like you could have people waiting is important too. Yeah. And I could even play with the idea too, honestly, of like offering like an extended payment plan that they could start paying in May. And as long as like 
you were paid off by the end of our time together, like, you know, that might make it more manageable for some folks too. I love um, that. So yeah, I think, I think it'll just be like, I think my concern is I'm going to be talking about too many things like at one time. So like if I'm selling the free from infertility course, but then I'm also like, and if you want to work together in October, like you can go ahead and put down a deposit yeah. and like figuring out how to balance those two things. Cause the free from infertility course, I've really never, I think I mentioned it like once as like a thing they could buy. And then otherwise I've like mentioned it as like an integration as part of like what I do with clients. So it's going to be very new to them as a concept. I think that's more of like a behind the scenes offer, I guess is how I want to put it. Okay. Meaning like I wouldn't outwardly be like, and you could put down a deposit and extended payment okay. plans. But I think necessarily if you're selling the course, you're going to have course participants asking you, or you're going to have people okay. being like, the course isn't right for me. But, and so that's okay. just like where you can be like, Hey, totally hear that. Here's your option. But in terms of like specific outward marketing, I would still keep it focused there. But this is okay. just like, that totally option. makes sense. So it's really just like, even like some of it too sounds just like even staying open to the fact that like while I'm selling the course, people could be reaching out being like, do you take on one-on-one clients? Like what could that look like? And then having this option available exactly. to them for them kind of thing. Yep. Cool. Okay. Yeah. That and that way good. you don't feel like you're just like, no, sorry, no option. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Right. You're like, absolutely. Like, and here's how that could be like really beneficial. So we talked about Michelle having um, that kind of back end offer here of, you know, being able to put down a deposit or have an extended payment plan. And I really just wanted to talk about why it's really useful at different points to have behind the scenes offers and front end offers. And in certain seasons, it's really good to have both. So in the sense of what we're talking about here with Michelle, we're very clear that she's gonna have to spend time warming her audience up to this course. She knows she hasn't really talked about it. She knows she hasn't talked about courses really in general much with them. Like there is a lot of work that we need to do there to get them on board and that's okay. But we certainly don't wanna confuse that by having another front end offer. However, she's still very likely to get outreach and interest in her one-on-one because she's been talking about that for so long. Like that momentum carries itself. So it's really good to have a plan for what to do with that. So this is something you can really apply in your own business. Like you might be very clear that you need to keep the front end focused on one thing to really get your audience on board, but you might have also been talking about another thing for a really long time. And so knowing that other people will probably come to you for that and having a plan is really important. Like a lot of my clients, when they're launching a program, for example, will also typically get asked a lot about one-on-one. And so we might have a one-on-one offer behind the scenes, but we're really doing a program launch, but it kind of kills two birds with one stone because they're just out there more and people are reaching out. So know that that can be really helpful in your business. And it doesn't mean, you know, you have to confuse your audience. If you have two openings at once, sometimes we do want to keep the front end really clean and clear, but expect that people will continue to reach out for the thing you've been talking about for a long time. Yeah. And like, depending on their timeline, they could either do the Vox, like they could do the Voxer only option in September or October, or they could, you know, wait till mid-October. And I could offer extended payment plans for both of them. Because honestly, like, again, as long as the payment is finalized by the time we're done, like, I'm totally happy to do that. Exactly. Whoa. All right. 
So that sounds like a good plan there. And I feel like some of this is like, again, just like getting into the doing and then wrapping my head around it and realizing like, oh, this is working or like, oh, this is not working. I think the thing that just like makes me the most nervous about it, which I think I've mentioned to you before is like not having you as a sounding board when I get to like April or May and I'm like, fuck, this is not working. (laughs) And then just like, you know, figuring it out and being like, okay, here we go. So basically I just get my big lesson in self-trust. Yeah. I just like having a human to like bounce ideas off of and complain to. That's the other piece too. That's like fun. So it's not like, oh, I can't do this without Lacey, but like it's nice to do it with Lacey. You know? Totally. And also remember that like, you know, you can even be thinking about that now. I think we talked about this very briefly, but it's like, you know, is there like a biz bestie I want to set up time with then? Or is yeah. there someone like, you know what I mean? It's almost <clears throat> just not feeling like it has to be all or nothing kind of where it's like, yeah. I get the support or I don't, but it's like almost planning in advance for that too, of like, what support does that look like? I mean, obviously yeah. we're offering, um, like, uh, what's it called? Like accountability groups and Megan's doing calls and stuff like that. Okay. So, um, Perfect. I think that will probably fill the gap more than it seems. So I'll just give you a little um, insight into my maternity leave since I came up here in our conversation and I know people are always kind of so curious about um, what that looks like for other people. But um, basically what we've offered to our clients during this time is calls with Megan. So Megan's doing um, group check-in calls and and offering them at different times and different time zones so people can come to those. Obviously, she is one of the people who knows how my brain thinks about business the most. And so she was a really obvious and perfect person um, to step in for that. And then we're also offering clients um, small group accountability pods. So, you know, if they feel like they need support through that time, they can opt into those. Those are completely optional. So nobody has to take me up on those. But we basically just found ways to provide support pockets while knowing that our clients don't absolutely need us. So I think it's really important for me to send a message to my clients that like, you're gonna be fine. Like you, you are really gonna be okay. And you don't have to have coaching, just like Michelle's saying, it's not like a have to have, but also saying, and I honor that it feels really good to have support. And so here are the ways we're putting things into place for you. And so I just wanted to share that because I think it can be, um, you know, really interesting to hear how other people are doing that, but also to show that like, if you do need time off or if you are going to take maternity leave or an extended um, break or anything like that, there are ways to support your clients, but it doesn't have to look exactly how it looks when you're there, right? Like they're not all getting one-on-one sessions or anything while I'm away and that gets to be okay too. So just a little reminder that like we can definitely offer the support, but without it feeling like an absolute need or feeling like we 1000% have to replicate exactly you know, what it's like without us is really important too. Yeah. I forgot that that was happening, but you're so right. And I've definitely been just like kind of feeling into like, keep my eyes open for like what opportunities are out there, what feels good, what, what I'm being like pulled towards. Is it like something paid? Is it, you know, like reaching out to some of my like mastermind friends and being like, yo, can we just like hang closely? This yeah, totally. Um, and I definitely think that the calls with Megan and like the accountability piece will help too. So cool. Um, That's a good reminder. So yes, that was just my brain just needed the, <laughs> the reminder in the moment. Here for that. No problem. Um, okay. So, so let's next. keep going through this. Yes. So this next section of preparing for maternity leave is kind of like a 
brain dump kind of thing that I feel like gets more organized in the to-dos. So maybe let's jump to the to-dos and I can kind of give you context around that. And then we can come back to um, my my brain dump section if needed. Um, Okay. So basically I have, I feel like this is just like the universe calling me to be like, okay, like let's finalize your content flow, which like I have a pretty like steady flow of like what comes out on Mondays, what comes out on Tuesdays, et cetera, et cetera. And like making it hand offable. to another human, aka my VA, um, which I'm going to start having conversations with her about here in February. Um, and just making sure she has like the time and energy for it kind of thing. Um, and if not, like figuring out another game plan for that. Um, but a lot of the content at this point is like recycled content. And I don't want to put a lot of pressure on myself to create new outside of creating like the direct sales posts or objection post for the free from infertility course. So that's where I like want to put my focus on. Um, the and so the thing that came up for me there in terms yeah. of content, and I was thinking, I mean, we can talk through this now or we can kind of table this to talk through, but like yeah. how much do you want to talk about like being out on maternity leave and like having a baby and things like that. And like, you know, maybe that's just a little bit of stuff to, create and wind in. Um, but I don't know what your thought is on like how vocal or not vocal you want to be about that. I don't know that that's going to be like a big part of the content. Like I might share like a, an update here or there. Um, and that might be more stories, honestly, of just being like, Hey y'all, like, cause I, I don't imagine that I will be in stories like speaking as frequently as I would have, you know, if I was like on, um, but like one of the things that I was thinking about in terms of content. So on Wednesdays is when I released my new love notes. And I was like, I could create, I think it was like nine is what I calculated new yep. love notes. And I was like, but that just feels like a lot of work and a lot of things that I have to get ahead on. And I already have a really like robust library of love notes. And so I was like, I'm just going to pick like nine really solid love notes that speak to like a bunch of things that come up on like stop the scenario calls or in conversations with clients and basically revisit those and write like one post that my VA could literally copy every week. That's like, you know, while I'm on maternity leave, these, this like is one of like my top favorite love notes, blah, blah, blah. Like check that and all the other love notes out here kind of thing. Um, and bringing people back to that, whether they're new to the community or they've been around, but they like never listened to it the first time or whatever. So or just one hit of the them ways. at just the right time. Like that's kind exactly. of the point of those, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And so that's what I was thinking about doing with that content, which would save me a lot of time. Okay. And so literally there'd be a little reminder every week of like, oh, Michelle's not, Michelle's not like fully here um, in case they're like, this girl's never, <laughs> you know, and they're like new to the community, but they're still getting a lot of value even while I'm out. Yeah. Um, I just didn't know, like, you know what I mean? Like context around that, like not that they need to know, but more like as part of the journey. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm like, so typically if I give like life updates, I usually do those on Fridays. Okay. <laughs> I have a system. Um, and so I would imagine that at some point, like I would do like, you know, like a baby is here announcement or like, uh, like, you know, my maternity leave is officially starting. So if you don't see me around as much, so like, I do plan on like keeping them in the loop. So they like know Mm. what to expect for sure. Um, I just, that will be more probably on the fly than like formal written content per se. And I can just like communicate with my VA about that. And like, you know, she's scheduled something for a Friday, just like moving it. It'll be something that can be moved to a different day kind of thing. Beautiful. Okay, cool. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, so that was something that I was proud of myself for because I wasn't like, I have to create nine new love notes. And I was like, this is a great way to like give some throwback and love to all of this like bingeable content that they should totally go listen to. Exactly. And like, that's, that's the point of having assets like that in your business is you use them at times like this, right? So mm-hmm. to have all those and to not use them for something like this, it's almost like what's the point to a certain extent. I mean, obviously the point is like, you know, for them to get value out of it, but like, apart from that, that should be an asset, like sitting on a shelf in your business that you need to yep. be able to like pull out and use. So I think it's so important to let yourself go there or otherwise like it can feel less and less worth it to create those things because Mm -hmm. you're almost telling yourself like we can never reuse them. Okay. So this point about having content assets and using them is so key, right? Like the point of having those is to use them. An example would be like the point of having savings is to use it when you need it, right? Like what would be the point of having like an emergency fund savings account and then having an emergency and feeling like you couldn't touch that. (laughs) You know, it just doesn't make any sense. And so with content, it's the same. What's the point of having all those assets built up if when you need downtime, you won't let yourself use them? It absolutely doesn't make sense. And it really, really discourages you from building up more of those assets over time. Just like if you won't use that emergency fund, it really, really is going to demotivate you and discourage you from saving more money over time. Because what's the point if I can't touch it? You know, and the content is the same. I think that we can get in our heads so much about like, you know, are people going to be less interested or is it better if it's in the moment content or all of those things. And I'm not saying that you should never create new content, but I'm just saying when you have a season where you need to use it, whether that's you being sick for a week or you taking maternity leave or vacation or whatever, I just really want to encourage you to give yourself the permission to actually use it and know that all the things that your brain is going to throw up about why you shouldn't is just a lie. (laughs) Just like the money mindset with the savings. Your brain could throw up all these things about why you shouldn't touch that emergency fund, but if the point (laughs) of having it is to use in an emergency and that's what you're having, all the rest is lies, right? So really encouraging you, no matter where you're at, to make sure that you have content that you can reuse and repurpose because it is what creates so much ease when you need to take that downtime is knowing that that asset is there waiting for you. Yeah, for sure. Well, and and like what you were saying, like things hit different at different times. So like, depending on like where they're at, like something might resonate more and like, they're not meant to like be listened to once and then just like shelved. Like they're really meant to like go back to as many times as they need to. And so just like helping put some of those salient topics back in front of them, I think will be really good. Yeah. And the reality is, is like, I kind of talk about like the same five things over and over again. And so you're just not getting the fresh take for now. (laughs) Completely. You're like, this will be great. Have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy. Um, And it'll be good too, because like, I think some of the value that I'm going to get from having that like content there is the fact that like, you know, some of these were recorded while I was like in the thick of that chapter two or like after our losses. And like, I'm never going to be there again. Yeah. You know, even like if we decide we want to have another kid, like it, it, like I'm never going to be in that season. And that's why I really like the free for infertility course too, because I recorded that like about a year into my business. So I'd like just been working with clients. So I had a really good sense of like what they were working on, but it was like kind of like surface level is not the right word, but it's like really just like 
bite-sized chunks of things that like someone who's just starting out could really understand. Whereas like if I talked about some of those same topics now, I'd probably be like more woo and like a little more spiritual and a little more out there. Right. And so it's just like a really nice way to like lead someone into Mm -hmm. my world and sort of get them caught up to like where I am now. Um, and so that's I love that. And I even think you could end too. up using that in marketing. Yeah, for sure. And saying like, you know, some of these are even better because of like the place I was at when I mm-hmm. recorded them. Like they are really going to serve you. Like almost like put that in your marketing, right? Yeah, for sure. And like shout out to Amanda Francis and her Money Mentality Makeover course because like she did something similar with like how she recorded those modules. And the first three, like the audio is terrible. She's, you can just like tell that she's like in a totally different place in her business. And it's just so cool that she's like kept it there. And she's been like, no, that's the value yeah. in this. So 100%. that was definitely an inspiration for that here. So, so which equally my first couple of modules, the audio is terrible. Cause I tried to record them on like my work PC. <laughs> Don't record things on your work PC. They're terrible. <laughs> no, um, that's, that's like beautiful. Like I think that that does need to be like part of the selling point as opposed to it yeah. being like a, almost like an apology or something. Like, sorry, oh, yeah. it's terrible. It's like, nope, this is like the thing you need because I recorded at the perfect time. Yes, exactly. Yep. And why it, why it stays and why it sticks and why it's going to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I think that like retains that like relatability too. You know, like it's easy to like look and go, well, you have two kids and like you're pregnant now. And like, it's like, yeah, that is true. And also here's the entire story that you might've like missed. I think that's going to be really important for you. Not that you need to like justify it or anything, but I think sure. to like feel that connection for sure. Yeah. To be able to like come back to like, no, but this is the girl that like started this yes. process and where she was at and what she was thinking and how she was feeling um, just to continually remind folks of like, Yes, in some ways I'm like on the other side, but like that doesn't mean that this wasn't part of the journey. Exactly. Um, and so that's another reason why I think all that content too is just like really valuable because like it was written in so many different chapters and seasons. And like even, you know, the like some of the posts, like I look at them now and I'm like, oh, I don't <laughs> like I wouldn't write this way necessarily. But again, like that spoke to that version of Michelle in that chapter and season. So yes. A hundred percent. And and there's like someone not erasing her, but now. keeping her. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that's my plan with the love notes. And then just to give you a sense of like my content flow. So Mondays I do my affirmations, which I've already handed over to my VA, Yay. which is great with, um, which is really easy. Um, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Friday tend to be like my free for all days. Like sometimes they're reels. Um, right now they're a lot of like recycled content. Like I said, if I'm doing like a life update or like a story lesson share that usually happens on Fridays um, and sort of like a free flow, whatever. Um, And then Wednesdays are my affirmations. Saturdays, I always share some sort of like client testimonial. So like one-on-one client love, stop the spiral call love. And I have a bank of those. So I'm thinking I'll just recycle those as well. Um, And like just have a collection of those that my VA can find nine of (laughs) for that. Um, And so... Typically on Thursdays and Sundays are the two days that like Sundays I always share typically like about a stop the spiral call post, inviting them to do that. So obviously that would switch and I wouldn't be doing that anymore. Um, And then Thursdays have been the day that I typically will share like objection content if I'm not sharing like nurturing content basically. Um, And so that would probably be the day that I would share my like direct sales post for free from infertility. But I was trying to figure out like, 
if I should make Sundays like about sharing some of my free resources that I have, like my IVF prep checklist, my like guide for staying positive. Um, I have like a blog post with 10 tips for getting started with IVF, or if I should just make that a second, like free from infertility, like promo day I would or like even yeah. rotate the two or I don't know. I would definitely make it a second free from infertility promo day. And then in terms of the freebies, I think you can incorporate those into the value content you're already doing. Okay. okay. Right. So like those very easily relate to pretty much any of the value content you're going to put out. So almost overlap yep. them there instead of it being a separate day. Because I think with something like the course, we really do want that to be out there a lot. Like if you yep. think about being out for nine weeks, then you would have only mentioned it nine times. Yeah. Which like might not even be enough. That might not even be, be on someone's radar. Out. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And like, that would mean they would have had to see it all nine of those times. So if we can be like, at least at 18, like we're playing a much better game. All right. So we're chatting about Michelle continuing to share this course. And we talked about like, well, you know, if you only share it once a week, they're only seeing it nine times, twice a week's only 18. And I want to talk about why that really matters because it is an absolute proven fact <laughs> that most people need to see things multiple times before they buy. There's like old research that said seven times. I think there's new research that says it's a lot more than that. But the point is that we absolutely need to see things multiple times before we will buy. And so if we think about posting something nine times, then we have to think about only a portion of our audience even seeing those nine times. And so let's say the majority of Michelle's audience only sees it four times over the course of her whole maternity leave. And we know that absolute baseline is seven to create a buyer. Well, all of that was kind of wasted energy at a certain point then, right? So that's why our goal is to share it more. And I know that this is the stuff that we get in our heads about like, oh, will I be selling too much? Or, you know, is that gonna burn my audience out? And the answer is just absolutely not. Like you're gonna make more sales the more you sell. It's pretty much as simple as that. Um, and of course give value and all of that too. I mean, I think that those don't have to be in conflict with each other, but it is imperative that your audience sees things a lot of times for them to become buyers, especially Michelle's audience in the sense that we know they already have a lot of hesitations and a lot on their plate. So making sure it really gets in front of them is absolutely her number one job there. So we just wanted to say that to give permission that even though 18 seems like a lot, again, like maybe only a portion of her audience is even gonna see seven of those. And that's where we're even just starting to tip over the scale to create buyers. So you can see how important it is to really, really keep sharing and selling and not making that wrong in your business. Okay. So what I, what I actually might do then is I might do two days of like content specific to it. Like that's like direct sales basically about the course. And then I might like create some sort of like PS that my VA can put on the value post and not worry about the freebies for now. And maybe like I mentioned those in stories occasionally, but like that way there's more touch points with like, oh, there's a, there's a course that I can use. Oh, there's a course I can use. Oh, there's a course I can use. Cause otherwise like you're right. Even 18 touch points, like if they only see a third of those posts. Yep. Yep. hundred percent. And like, you know, again, if the, if there's value content that really relates to one of the freebies, it's not bad to put it on there. But I think like yeah. 
if there's one thing we're leaning toward, it's definitely like get buyers for the course as yep. opposed to just get more people on the list. Like obviously list growth is yep. always good, but what you really want in that time when you're out on maternity leave is to have buyers. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. For sure. And I like, I know that ultimately them buying is what's going to serve them more than like my audience growing, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like everything is, is relevant to the course because it's all related. It's like, yes, if this mindset shift resonated with you, there's a lot of gems like this in the free from infertility course. Exactly. <laughs> Go check it out here. Plus it's only $111. And that's the other thing too. I mean, it's almost in line with a freebie in a sense, like not that it's free, yeah. but like, it's no. not like we're like, and it's $5,000. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> but like when you compare it to right. the tens of thousands of dollars that you're spending on fertility treatments, it's like a dirt cheap no-brainer. If you're like, exactly. I love Michelle content. Michelle's not around a ton right now. Great. Go get yourself seven modules of Michelle that you can yep. just watch over and over and over again. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Cool. I feel like we just wrote my content right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just use that as your sales test. <laughs> I'm just going to take that audio and just put it in a story. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Um, okay. So that's what's happening there. I think that makes a lot of sense. I will attempt to update this document so that it like reflects like two, two direct sales post days and adding some sort of like PS content. And like, I trust my VA enough to like, just be like, modify this PS as needed to like resonate with this post. Um, that is the perk of having a former student that you've known for years and years. Who's like basically part of the fam. Um, be your VA. Um, let's see. Do, do, do. Yeah. And then the other, so I might need more than eight to 10 sales posts promoting free from infertility. Yeah. I, mean, like, I still think 10 is plenty. Okay. And because then even we right, like, like, let's recycle. say we're using the 18. So <clears throat> everything gets recycled once. I mean, that's nothing. Okay. You know? Okay. That works. Definitely don't rate 18. <laughs> Because again, and I think this is important to say that the the point isn't to say something different necessarily. The point is to just get it in front of them again and again to the point where they're like, oh my God, I just want this. Yeah. So they can make the decision for themselves. But if it's not even on their radar, (laughs) there's no decision to be made. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, Cool. So other things that come up. So... I already have a sales page for the free from infertility course. So what I'll probably do is like go through and review that and then send it to you to look at the, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about was, um, so the Voxer upsell, I actually have another sales page. I was a sales page writing wizard at some point in my guess. <laughs> Listen to you. I just had a lot of ideas and I like needed a place to house them. So I like created spaces for them. Um, and I actually had a client who did the Voxer only coaching with me, which was also really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like, I never ended up continuing to promote that because I was trying to promote a joyful journey. So anyways, I have, um, a Voxer only page called joy on the go, which I'm also really Thank into. <laughs> so cute. Um, you can see there's like a theme here. <laughs> um, and so I, like, I'm trying to figure out like, do I just have the two separate sales pages and then like, you know, somewhere on the free from infertility sort of mention. If you'd like free from infertility plus boxer support, check out joy on the go and just leave it that way. Or like, cause the, 
the other piece too is like they can purchase free from infertility without me interacting with yeah, them. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's a it's like a membership site through Squarespace that they just like create a login, they pay, and they're in. Um, Joy on the go would like require interaction from me, um, but I imagine that that would be like a very small number of people. So. Yeah, I don't know what your thoughts are. I think it would be helpful if we could put the Boxer upgrade on the course page as almost like a VIP option. Okay. And like it could be like a different link that they click to or whatever. We could figure that out from a tech standpoint of like what you would need there. But I think it would be helpful for it to kind of be there instead of being like sending them somewhere totally different. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um yeah, so it would, so it would just basically be like, and if you want support like processing, digesting, or whatever, here's the VIP kind of option yes. for that. And then if they okay. didn't buy that, then when you're doing like after they bought the course, we'd want you know some, some emails to go to them that says, hey, you can still buy this. Here's the full sales page, yeah. and that's when you could send them to Joy on the go. But before okay. that, like let's make it feel like you could have it as a package deal kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, even though like it is, like their brains will be able to just wrap around that more easily if it's just like, oh, I can add this on versus like, this is the same but different. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Um, So I'll go through and review those two pages then and then send them to you. I, the one kind of like concern I have about my sales pages, I tend to like basically work off of like my own template where it's like, the storytelling tends to be the same, but then the language about it changes based on the product that I'm selling. It's like, do we think that's a problem or should they like look different? So they like feel like significantly different. What are your thoughts there? I definitely think it's important for them to feel a little bit different just because I, okay. I think that it's also important to see differentiation between your offers too. Yes. Where like, yep. it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm getting kind of the same thing here as here, you know? Yep. Um, yep. And I think you do just have a slightly different story to tell. Like, I think you'd have different pain points and stuff in terms of somebody that just wanted the course than in terms of somebody who was yep. ready to like go all in on one-on-one support. Does that feel true? Yep. Yeah, that does feel true. Um, yeah. I'll take a look at them and see like how, yeah. And then we we can just workshop them. Yeah. Because yeah, like, I want to I mean, make sure that they share your story, but like you might share a slightly different piece that's more relevant to that person at that time, right? Like, okay. I know you share that story about your sister on the yeah joyful journey page, so maybe a different story would go on. That makes sense, right? Okay. That's what. Yes, this makes a lot of sense. That is what I will brainstorm and think about. Like, what yes. could that story be? Because um, right now it's basically the same story over and over again. But you're right that it could like. Change. You have plenty Change of stories with your journey. Part. That's not right. I yeah, probably do. <laughs> I probably <laughs> do. Um, and the one with your sister makes a lot of sense for like the three month package because it's kind of yeah. that like crying on the floor, dark night of the soul moment that makes me be like, I need this fucking one on one support. Where like yeah. the early <laughs> course might they might not be quite there yet. Yeah. They might just be like, oh, what I'm doing is not working. And I could really like I like I want to be a good student and I want like the right mindset practices, like quote unquote right, right? Because there's no such thing. Yeah, but, or like I'm feeling shitty and I know I probably need to make a shift, but I'm not like ready to like invest in a human and yeah, myself. Yeah. But like maybe I could do 
a course or like if you gave me a couple exercises. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll think about what the stories could be around. I'm going to focus on the free from infertility page and course first Agreed. to like keep things Very simple. Joy on the go, like can have its moment if we have time. And otherwise we'll just be like, P.S. There's still a boxer option. <laughs> like if you want additional support, here's the link to sign up at the end. Um, and just that's my version of keeping it simple. Okay. So focus is on the free from infertility sales page, which feels doable. Um, the other thing that I have concerns with, with this like game plan. Oh, you're an anonymous platypus. I'm like, <laughs> I was looking at the picture and I was like, what is that? <laughs> I mean, it I also like, looks like a woman with like a hat on her. Anyway, oh, I can't even okay. See it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because you're the anonymous. Because I am. I like it. <laughs> I'm just Michelle, the owner of the document. Anyways, um, I digress. This is where my brain goes, y'all. Um, so the only concern I have is about like, so I've sort of planned it out. I think the nine weeks is really just like July and August, if I remember correctly. But that basically means like come September 1 or whatever, like I don't have a content plan. And so I don't, I want to make sure that like those like, you know, five or six weeks of time end, and then I'm like completely overwhelmed because I'm like, I need to get content scheduled or like, I need to start creating love notes. So I like, I might need to start thinking about like, can I create a couple of love notes for September so that I'm ahead on those, but I'm not creating them through the entire gap kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, two things come up for me there. One is like what you're probably going to do. I mean, obviously we're going to see how you feel, but what you're probably going to do in September is do stop the spiral calls again. Yep. So even just pulling some of that and knowing like content related to that is going to go out and like having that planned, I think would be really helpful. And And I already have the post for that too. So that would just be like telling the VA, go back to making Thursday content, like nurture, Sunday, stop the spiral calls, the end, and just hopping into stories. Exactly. And like literally telling her that before you even go on maternity leave. So that's not like a trigger you have to remember come September, but that's like something that's already happening. Um, And then in terms of love notes, I mean, I think it's totally up to you. I think you can start recording them now. I think you could record them while you're on maternity leave at any point. Yeah. Um, It's really up to you what feels good there, but also just remember like you don't necessarily have to go in with all new shit. Like if you wanted to repurpose, you know, 12 instead of nine, that would be okay too. So that can almost be like your backup. Like the point is you have the content there. It's just like you may or may not feel inspired to create new ones as well. Does that make sense? That makes sense. And so I can basically just go off of like my inspiration. And I think too, like one of the places where I can like make my life simpler is like, I have been sitting down at my computer with like my microphone. Cause it's so fun and fancy and like recording them that way. But like, I also just use the voice notes app on my computer slash phone. So like while I'm nursing, I could literally sit there and just like record a, like an audio note and like not care. If, like the quality is like not as good. <laughs> hundred percent. Like I think that that, and sometimes that's not bad. I mean, like, listen, I think everyone's going to have a different experience of what maternity leave is like. And obviously I haven't had it yet. So yeah, but like, I think that there's this way for you to still feel slightly connected to your business and that, that wouldn't be bad Mm -hmm. of like, Oh, I'm really feeling this right now. Let me go there instead of being like, Oh, what's the point? I've already like 
planned at all. Like you kind of want a little bit of both, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, And you're right. Like that's going to be really dependent on like, you know, am I like antsy to like start doing stuff again? Or does this kid just like really not sleep? And (laughs) my brain is like total and complete mush and me forming a sentence is a joke. (laughs) So yeah. And you just like to like, like, you get to know that like you have enough content that that's okay, no matter what happens, you know? And that's like where you can feel that steadiness is like, I easily have three more love notes for a purpose and maybe even just decide on what those would be. Yep. And like, I could just have them in like the, the holding pattern or whatever. And then yep. just be like, yo, EJ, this is what's going down. And she'd yep. be like, okay, cool. Exactly. Um, okay, cool. That feels good and doable. And I, I mean, like, you know, on the plus side of all this, like I've done maternity leave before. So I have a sense of like how I felt last time. Um, and while walking was hard some days, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, talking was not, so, yeah, yeah. and it might be nice to feel like I'm talking to adults for yeah. a little bit too. Um, so yeah. And I, it like some of it too will depend on like, if my mom's here and she's helping. Cause I always like, I, I don't do well with like recording things when like people around, like I like to just have my own, mostly because my brain just like cannot focus. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You saw me. I was like, you're the like platypus. <laughs> 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 my brain is like, <laughs> um, <laughs> off, off sometimes to the races. Just, yeah. You know, mm. it's just like the thing over there. Um, but I think that's yeah. the beauty of it, right? Is like you, you want to, I think again, so much of like, what we've talked about, even when we talked about last session with like the pregnancy announcement was like honoring yourself in that. And so yes. I think this is the same as like, you know, you, it might feel really good and it might not. And just not having the pressure either way is, is like the way to be honoring of your own process. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And I just want to make sure that like, whatever I am doing, like that I like feel good about like what's still happening in the business, yep. mm-hmm. but it's not like, you know, I had all this stuff going on and one day, like just slope just like falls off and I'm yeah. like, Oh, I didn't have a plan anymore. So whatever. But I also know that I have a lot more of like a flow and process now, like two years in than I did when I first started. And so like, I could like pull content from my content bank at this point and like just throw something in there if I needed to. So For just sure. remembering that too. I think one of the biggest things here, which you kind of briefly mentioned, but <laughs> I think that's more important than all of this kind of that makes this go well is you just talking to your VA about what her capacity is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because as long as you know, you have that support to be like, this stuff needs to go out. This needs to get repurposed. Like you're good. And so almost like yeah. solidifying that is the key to yes, feeling like you can kind of do what you need here because you know that there's for someone sure. else that's like holding the top of the puzzle box on that, you know? Yes, for sure. Um, and she's amazing. So yeah, I'm like, fingers crossed that she'll have capacity to do it. Um, so listen, we're still months out. Yeah. So for sure. it's likely she will, but that's why you talk to her now and not a month. Before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's helpful. So, um, we, we do like a monthly call together, um, cause things are such a well-oiled machine. So this can just be a well-oiled machine too. Yep. Um, and so one of my priorities, I'm just vocalizing this to you. So you know what? is happening in my life. Um, one of my priorities is to finish pulling the content, the old content from, we're basically pulling all the content from last year in creating this content bank. So I'm like going through each yep. of the posts and like reviewing them, updating 
stuff to make sure like dates or whatever is correct. And like, she also knows like when she schedules stuff to just read through it real quick to make sure like, you know, it wasn't like this transfer when that was like three transfers ago. Um, and so that content bank needs to be like updated. And once that content bank is done, we can always pull from that because like the reality is, is like my folks in my community, like some will be there for a little bit, but a lot of them will move through and like exactly. they stick around because they like, like to be there. Like, but you know, again, the content gets to hit different every time you read it kind of thing. Um, and then I can continue to create content as I feel inspired to do so. I think that again, to, to go back to that point of like business and life, not, not being at war with each other. This Mm -hmm. is that, because if you know, you have that bank. Yeah. Anything could happen. Like you could have a week where you don't write anything. When you come back, you could have plenty of weeks where you just cannot. And you have all of this to still have the business working just as well, if not better. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So that's like, I think just a beautiful thing to keep coming back to is like, these are the things that make it so that this business can always operate. It's knowing my VA has capacity. It's having this content bank. It's knowing I have all of these assets I've created to repurpose. Like that kind of makes you unstoppable, you know? Yeah, for sure. And even just thinking about like, obviously like maternity leave is like a very planned thing, right? Because you have like nine to 10 months. Well, like for me, I've been like trying to make this happen for 18 (laughs) months, two years. Um, So I've had a very long time. I mean, I haven't really wrapped my head around it, but like I've had a long time to like prepare for it. But like, even just remembering that like if something crazy happened tomorrow, which like, God forbid, I'm not asking for that universe Hear me out. Knock on wood. Um, I just, I just did find some wood. Everyone find wood. Um, but, uh, yeah, like that I could just be like, cool, I'll have the system in place. And I could literally be like, Hey, EJ, we have to like fly wherever for this thing. So can you take care of this? And she could just be like, yep. Exactly (laughs) that. Like, I think that when we talk about like ease, that's such a good example of it where it's not like always like easy if some shit comes up, but we have ease when we're like, cool. I know I have like the team member and the content bank that can handle all of this. So like that worry is not on my shoulders, you know? So some of the things Michelle and I are talking about, like knowing your team capacity and having a content bank are things that we typically don't make a huge deal about in the online space. I feel like it's like, they're nice to have. It's like, yeah, I should totally check in with my team. We're like, yeah, we should really work on the content bank. Like it feels like those are like the like, yeah, 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 when I have time kind of things. And there's so many other shiny objects in front of them. But these are the things that can literally make all the difference in how much time and spaciousness we feel to take downtime or, you know, to take time when life things come up. Knowing that your team can absolutely have your back on that and then knowing that you have the resources for them to use to keep people flowing in and interested is everything. These are absolute foundational pieces. So if you're finding it really, really hard to take time off in your business, you got to look at team and you got to look at the assets that you have to reuse and repurpose and start there. Again, it's so tempting to chase all of the other things because they feel sexier, but these are the things that truly create a sustainable, well-oiled machine in business and that truly let you take time. The reason that I'm able to take the amount of time I'm taking for maternity leave is literally these things. I have a team and I know they have the capacity to support me through that. And I have an incredible bank of content that I've been creating for years. And I know that that's going to sustain us as well. So 
don't sleep on those things. They are so important. And I know that they can feel kind of like the non-urgent or last thing of importance to do. But if you want to feel like you have the spaciousness and you can take time when you need to, they are the top things that should be on your priority list. Yeah. And this is like what also gets to create space for like mom life of two and like navigating that and also like for more clients, right? Because it's taking time off my calendar where I'm not like scheduling stuff into later. Even if it's like mindless, it's still time. It's like still time and like decision and focus and stuff. So yep, exactly. So cool. good. Yay. So proud of this you. Helpful. This was helpful. I think that it's so nice because it gives you flexibility, but it's also really well-planned and that's like kind of the balance we'll keep trying to strike here, you know, is where you feel like yep. you can show up in the way that feels good to you both on maternity leave and when you're mm-hmm. back, but also that like, you're never like, oh shit, is this happening or what are we doing about this or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing that I really like about like having a scheduling app too, is that like I can visually see what's taking care of, what's not taking care of. Like I can, you know, if I have a Friday where I like want to write a like off the like sleeve, like heartfelt love note to my people, like I can just move that post to a different day. And so it like, it visualizes the like flexibility that I'm creating. Yeah. So good. Well, very proud of you. You should be very proud of yourself. I am so proud. It's like five months in advance, right? Mm. Yes. Now I get to just go and start to execute on the things and then send you messages in Facebook being like, wait. (laughs) Well, and that's really the point is like, if you start executing on it now and you get stuck, like, yes, it can be a thing and you get support, but it's not a a, a big thing. Whereas if you waited, it's not like I'm having this baby in a week and (laughs) shit's hitting the fan. Exactly. Bingo. I learned those lessons in procrastination from college. The first time I wrote a paper in advance was my senior year. And I was like, what is this magic? Why have I not been doing this? (laughs) Why don't people tell you about this? (laughs) This is when I studied math because I was literally like, if I never have to write a paper again, I won't be sad about it. (laughs) So good. Awesome. Well, this will give you plenty of time and you will get to see what this magic is. <laughs> All the time in the world. Amazing. Thanks so much for your help You're today, so Lacey. Um, all right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset, strategy, and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.